Welcome to Last Weekly, where we talk, laugh, and sometimes bitch about the highs and lows of the past week. Except this week, because we're giving you an all-new Halloween trailer talk spooktacular. Well, we'll be reviewing four bodacious new trailers, including Anne Hathaway and Octavia Spencer's The Witches. Will this witchcrafty remake of the 1983 classic cast a spell on us? Horror thriller The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Will we give this furry flick a K9 out of 10? Adam Sandler's Hubie Halloween. Is this family comedy a Hallow's Eve treat, or did Adam Sandler just trick us into seeing another bad movie? And horror mystery The Haunting of Bly Manor. Is Netflix throwing the haunted house party everybody will be dying to get into? So turn off the lights and listen in the dark with your boo, because the spooky Halloween starts now. I'm Kevin Williams, and I'll be scary trailer talking with my two incredible co-hosts, Anthony Tone Show Nunez. Happy socially distanced Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and OG last weekly co-host, Sherry Nova. Sherry no- Yo MTV Raps. <laughs> We are so street here on Last Weekly. We can't help ourselves. All right. Let's get the Halloween party started. Tone, what's our first victim? Our first victim is Witches. Raw Dolls The Witches is an upcoming fantasy comedy film written and directed by Robert Zemeckis and written also by Guillermo del Toro and Kenya Barris. It's based on the 1983 novel of the same name by Roald Dahl, and is the second film adaptation of the novel following the 1999 film of the same name. The film stars Anne Hathaway, Octavia Spencer, Stanley Tucci, Jazzy Kadim Bruno, Cody Lee Eastick, Kristen Chenoweth, and Chris Rock. The Witches was going to be scheduled to be released in theaters, but because of COVID, you can stream it on HBO Max in the U.S. on October 22nd. Kevin, can you please give us a synopsis for The Witches? In The Witches, a little boy and his kindly grandmother thwart the efforts of a coven of witches to rid Britain of children by turning them into mice. All right, Sherry, what did you think of the trailer of The Witches? Okay, first, are we just going to ignore the fact that Tone totally slayed all of those actors' names with perfect accent? We are, apparently we're going to, we're, I was going to ignore <laughs> it, but yes, I guess we'll thank him for it. Yes, that I was mean, great, Tone. I was like, that, I felt like I was having an experience. I like, he was rolling his hours, and I'm just sitting here like, go you, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody can eye chihuahua like our Tone. Okay, so I will actually answer the question that you asked. How do I feel about the movie Witches? Okay, so... You think it's about how a boy gets over losing his mother. It's so wholesome. They're standing there in front of the television dancing together. But then the trailer takes a left turn. Wait, what? I was completely not expecting it to be about witches because... I didn't see the name of the movie. Oh, because so. I didn't the name throw you a little yeah. bit. Okay. No, I, 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 I missed that part. I wasn't looking. I just turned and I caught everything else. And so I was completely caught off guard. Go me. And it was like, what? So I'm not used to seeing Octavia Spencer in this kind of role. It's like 
I don't know, like a science fiction-y. I'm used to her being in more serious roles. Didn't she just do a movie where she's like uh, like a weird stalker lady? Yeah, ma. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, oh, okay, so this is what's happening. And then Anne Hathaway, she looks purely evil. I think she's a wonderful actress, can do a lot of different types of roles. Um, and, and Stanley Tucci, I like him. Uh, apparently he's Mr. Stinger. And I was honestly shooketh when one of the witches is talking about exterminating the kids and he's all like, uh, rats, we would exterminate those rats. I, I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> I, I'm very much in. I'm, I'm, I would like to see it at the theater. Apparently it's not going to be available at the theater. My kids want to see it. My oldest daughter, she's like, what are you guys talking about? Oh, it's The Witches by Road Doll. She's like, Road Doll, I don't care, I'm in. So uh, it's <laughs> a yes for all of us at my house. Like, I would go to the movie and see this. I want to see it really, really, really bad. It looks amazing. So will you dip your toe into HBO Max and check it out? Will you get into that stream? Oh, ouch. <laughs> now things are getting a little spicy. Um, <coughs> Wait a minute. You're going to pay for movie tickets for all all of you to go see it, but you're unwilling to pay like $10 for one month to I, watch it <laughs> for all of learned, you to see it? No, I have learned this level of insanity from Tone, if you want to know, talking about, oh, Just all of these, the you know, services. So blame him. But now that you bring it up, okay, I will get HBO. Okay, I can do it. Yes. I can do it. Yay! Or at least, you Yay. know, get the free preview for one glorious week, watch The Witches, and then drop it like a hot rock. <laughs> no, that's not nice. <laughs> All right, Tone, what did you think? I- I'm with Sherry. Um, This is definitely a-, a big transition in the beginning of the trailer to-, to the second half of the trailer. But let me add, Sherry, that um, there's actually going to be select theaters that are going to have The Witches on October 28th in the U.S. So um, select select market's going to have the movie. Now that the- there was a- the whole announcement um this past week about they're going to be closing more theaters i'm not sure if that's still going to happen but the 22nd we're going to have the witches on hbo max and the 28th supposedly select markets are going to receive it so maybe you can't see it in a theater Ooh. oh so also, for people who want to endanger their children they can take them to the theater <laughs> that's great get the whole family um so i agree with sherry the beginning of the trailer was so wholesome you had chris rock it kind of had me uh, I, I hate chris vibe at the beginning of the movie and octavia spencer's character who who i will add i'm, I'm with sherry like octavia spencer like she keeps getting typecast in in these like very wholesome like um i just want to see her like in some fishnets and, and like in a cleavage bra like i want her to do something spicy like I, they keep putting her in these roles and i feel like they, i would love to see her dolled up in, in a role but the, the beginning of the movie was so warm i was like oh it's gonna be a grandma and her son like like up and then there's like this slight shift in the trailer, and then you realize, oh, this is that witches because this witches could have been anything, right? So when then you realize, well, it is a take on witches, and and then the trailer kind of takes this whole big change where the music also changes dramatically, and then you have this much more, I would say, whimsical take that uh, that that I was expect that I wasn't really expecting, and and I gotta speak, uh, there's, there's a lot of great um actors in this movie, and Halfway's amazing, Octavia Spencer maybe, Stanley Tucci, these are all great actors. But I got to say that I was really thrown off by Anne Hathaway in the the role of this witch. Like, I just feel like she's so 
maybe young or like not the right type the whole trailer like i just couldn't and the accent that she chooses to to she chooses to do this um I, i'm assuming it's like eastern european accent that, that doesn't really i don't know that it really threw off the whole trailer for me whenever she spoke i just didn't feel like it was placed correctly and then it and the and the and the g and the cgi in the in the in the trailer is so like animated to the point that it became kind of Disney the, the CGI when they turn into they turn into mice in the movie the children all turn into mice no big spoiler if you've seen the first movie they, there's mice in this movie the children turning into mice everywhere but I just thought it was so CGI it could have been a little bit more natural the 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 the, the effects and I just couldn't get over Anne Hathaway in her accent and and, the, and and just her in that role as a witch it just seemed really off in the trailer like I don't know it really threw the whole thing off for me I really love Chris Rock's voice as the voiceover uh, as the child like I felt like that was really fitting and as a whole I feel like it's something I, I want to watch I, I I was a fan of the original 1990 film as a kid I really enjoyed it so watching it now I definitely want to see what's what's this version gonna be but I, I, I it's one of those movies where I'm not sure if I'm either gonna really love it or the trailer is gonna set me up and I'm gonna go in and I'm not really gonna enjoy it that much uh, I don't know I'm kind of in the middle at this point what about you Kevin all right like you I loved Chris Rock as the narrator I thought that was a really nice touch and the fact that the movie is a period piece so it takes place in looks like the early 60s and Octavia Spencer as his grandmother um, very quickly the trailer I thought was expertly done as far as in how much it communicates to us very quickly so Chris Rock's character as a boy lost his uh, parents and um we get um octavia spencer basically saying to him uh you'll be comfy here as she shows him to his room and she says your mother is all around i'd do anything for her to be here right now so we instantly know that okay she's gone and then we see her try to draw him out of his you know mourning and his sadness and we see her trying to inject fun into his life and we slowly see her bring him back to the world of the living and put a smile on his face and like Sherry was saying they're dancing to the temptations I'll be there and they're having a blast and then the camera uh, uh, pans outside of the window as we see them dancing and we see some some scary figure watching them uh, through the window and that's when the trailer takes the turn uh, uh, to a more sinister vibe I didn't have a, a problem with Anne Hathaway because Anne Hathaway to me is uh, basically doing with the Angel Angelica Houston thing. Angelica Houston did the most as the original witch, and Anne Hathaway is kind of, you know, almost like winking at us with her evil glint in her eye. She's loving being evil. She's having way too much fun. Hopefully, we'll have as much fun as she does uh, <laughs> watching it. And um, the uh, the animated mice. Um, I'm kind of on the fence with the animated mice because to me, the animated mice looked kind of like Stuart Little uh, uh, kind of animated yeah. mice. So I guess there, there hasn't been a whole big, there hasn't been a huge breakthrough in animated, uh, realistic looking mice technology, I guess. Or but cats. Then again, do, do we really want them to look that real? That's another thing. Like, do we want to actually see real mice playing the, uh, you know, I'm not sure. But, um, one of the things back to Octavia Spencer being this grandmother character, cause she could not have been warmer and more loving there's a line that i'm like wait am i gonna tear up during this trailer because she's uh because uh at one point the her, her grandson is turned into a mouse and he's missing and he finds her as a mouse and he says it's grandma it's me and she goes is that you and and then uh and and so she says to him uh it doesn't matter 
who you are or what you look like as long as somebody loves you. And I'm like, <laughs> this is too sweet. Exactly. So Octavia Spencer uh, um, and um, uh, Anne Hathaway as a super glamorous witch, I- I'm here for it. And the fact that it's going to be on uh, HBO Max Absolutely. That feels like Halloween to me. I'm all about it. Will I be comparing it to Angelica Houston's uh, starring role in The Witches? Absolutely. So will I be pitting women against women? Yes. But there will be no mud or oil wrestling involved. So that keep I'm keeping it classy. Um. So yeah, I'm too. I'm I'm surprisingly excited about this. And I will say, uh, sadly, this would be really mean. As far as movie watching goes on TV at home. COVID is the gift that keeps on giving because this would have been in theaters and I would have had to pay like 15 bucks to see this. But will I basically watch it when all I have to do is turn on my TV? Uh-huh. Yeah. Sign me up. Pass the candy corn. I mean popcorn. I mean, no, I mean candy corn. <laughs> Kevin, let me just add that. The the tagline was, was just reflected that. I think it was something like bring the big screen home to the small screen. I think that really fits what you're just saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's a, it's the whole thing about Halloween this year and what's going to happen with kids and, you know, I'm glad that there're going to be some cool things to watch so you can kind of have a little Halloween party at your house and uh you know everybody put their costumes on and watch some fun movies and eat popcorn and play some games and get on Zoom and have like Halloween parades with your friends. So there's going to be safe way a safe way to kind of celebrate Halloween uh and I think that that uh, this is going to be a part of it. So thanks HBO Max. Wink. Wink. <laughs> 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 All right, Tone. So, what's our next victim? Okay, our next victim is The Wolf of Snow Hollow. The Wolf of Snow Hollow is a horror film. It's written and directed by Jim Cummings. It's starring Robert Foster in his last film role. It also stars Ricky Lindhorn, Jimmy Tatro, Chloe East, and Jim Cummings. It was scheduled to be released in limited fashion in theaters, but it's available right now on VOD. Kevin, can you please give us a synopsis for The Wolf of Snow Hollow? All right. Terror grips a small mountain town as bodies are to discovered after each full moon losing sleep raising a teenage daughter and caring for his ailing father officer marshall struggles to remind himself there's no such thing as werewolves all right sherry what did you think of the trailer for the wolf of snow hollow i don't know if i am like too simple but i'm telling you right now when i saw the logo for orion and how old it looked i was like in i didn't even know what it was about because it's got like this old 80s kind of vibe and it reminded me of um stranger things so i was in at the logo at the first screen okay then i saw how, it's like it looked like an old style camera i don't tone you have to help me here but um when i saw john and he said i'm john and i'm an alcoholic and it just had like this old kind it didn't look new and sparkly but i liked it i was like dang i am in i don't know what this is about but i am in it this is just on uh, uh the first screen and just the camera style okay so um I'm probably not going to like the John character because he seems kind of annoying, but I liked the mood. I liked the lighting. It was it was kind of set in, it was like kind of dark and I don't know what I'm talking about, but I just really enjoyed how just 
whatever that is called and the, the cinematography you mean thank you thank you and like the colors they used okay but the color palette yeah it was that the, was very moody looking the the blue especially the night scenes were gorgeous yes and with all the red because the blood but <laughs> the trailer itself this is such a contradiction i know but i didn't really think they did a good job at putting the trailer together i i never really said that or maybe i have but I just thought they could have done a better job at showing us the story, what it was about. I I don't think they sold the story very well, but I liked the I liked everything from the camera to the mood. Thank you, Kevin. And I'm still gonna watch it because I think the movie's gonna be better than tr- the trailer. So I'm a thousand percent on board. I definitely want to watch it, and um, I can't wait to hear what Tone has to say about this. Wow, so you're 100% on board. You can't wait to watch this. That's, yes. um, I just love how you're just jumping in there. I was the complete opposite. I, um, this movie remind me a lot, the trailer anyway, reminds me a lot of the trailer for The Dead Don't Die. Um, if anybody's familiar with, um, Jim Morrison's The Dead Don't Die, it's, it's like, it's a very weird mood. Just like this, Sherry, it's a very weird mood, the whole trailer. You don't know if you're getting a comedy or something serious. And the Dead Don't Die, basically, it was a mix of zombies and, like, very deadpan humor. And this also kind of straddled that that that, uh, that halfway point between, you don't know if this is going to be a full-on comedy or this is going to be a horror film with wolves. The trailer itself kind of introduces to this guy who's, he obviously, he's a, he's a cop, he's down on his luck. Uh, he needs a win very badly, and everything around him seep, keeps going south. And the humor in the trailer, I found it like really awkward because I didn't know if I should take it serious again or sh- or should I be laughing. And I would say it's very similar to that Dead Don't Die trailer because it it, it makes supernatural elements with um kind of like a weird offbeat humor slash drama, and that's what was happening here. I also like I also like what Sherry said. The there's definitely um. There, there's definitely not a clarity to I couldn't really tell when this takes place is this is this like a retro 80s movie or is this takes place now it, it, it was definitely um very ambiguous in, in, when it came to that and I also found the 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 pacing in the trailer was kind of odd like it kind of at points it kind of dragged or or I just wanted to sit there and just kind of like just chew up this trailer so I really don't know what I'm gonna get I'm definitely gonna watch it I I know I'm a sucker for these type of movies I watched the Dead Don't Die with a trailer because I'm like there's zombies I gotta watch it there's werewolves I gotta watch it I love the uh, I love the fact that this is a town that's in it's surrounded by snow so you ever see these people are this town these town folk are are captive and there's a there's a werewolf loose and and we have a down on their luck sheriff west to find them very stranger things kind of if you think about it so um i'm definitely gonna watch this i think it's especially if it's on vod i think like kevin said the fact that all these movies are now available this was supposed to be a a limited uh, release in theaters and now it's available right now so you can definitely go um definitely find that on vod and watch it so i'm definitely gonna give this a shot um kevin what did you think about uh, the wolf of snow hollow okay maybe this is because i'm from la and i'm not cool with cold weather no pun intended (laughs) um but at the very beginning of the trailer we see this woman out in the cold she's like sitting in a van with like the on like the side door is open and she's sitting like on the bed of the van and she hears some kind of mysterious kind of like animal noises and so she goes into the shadows to investigate you can guess that that did not go well for her. 
So, <laughs> just a tip from me to you. If you hear mysterious sounds in the shadows on a dark, cold night, get your ass in your van and floor it. Get the hell out of Dodge. Don't be like, go wander into the night to see what's making that noise. Nothing good. Let me, she'll walk into the night and be like, oh my God, free popcorn. Thank you. No, no you will be horribly, horribly murdered. So, there's that. <laughs> um, also, the the you uh, you guys uh, are right about there is it's very mysterious as far as to when this is taking place. I'm not sure if this is an 80s kind of uh, period thing or if this is now because we don't see any kind of phones, neither iPhones or rotary phones, push button, nothing, no phones, no flips, nothing. So I don't know when this. I date everything based on phones. <laughs> So, <laughs> I saw no phone, so I have no idea when this is taking place. In oh. fact, if somebody basically chloroformed me and I woke up next to a flip phone, I'd be like, I've gone back in time. So I would have no idea what was happening. Kevin, they showed a payphone. Oh, they showed a pay- even more mysterious. So maybe it is back into the is back in the eighties. I have no idea when this is supposedly taking place. All right. Um. Let's see. So there's that. Um, one thing about the the different vibes. What I will say. What I liked about it was this: when you have a movie that tries to walk that line between scary and funny. To me, I don't like it when you try and make the scary parts funny. What I liked about the trailer, at least, is they kept the 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 thing separate. So when there's like somebody who's stupidly wandering into the shadows to investigate, that that death looks grisly and scary. There's no yucks to be had there. But then when we cut to like the sheriff talking with his men at one point, because because there, there's already people talking about like you know, like, is this a werewolf? And the sheriff is like, no, there is no such things as werewolves this is a grizz there's a grizzly killer out there and i will hunt no wait i mean there's a grizzly killer out there and i will kill i mean find him (laughs) and we will bring him to justice (laughs) so i absolutely love that i love the fact that he is a sheriff who is not only dealing with a bunch of grisly murders in his mountain town, but he's also a single dad, and he's dealing with an ailing father. So that is hardcore multitasking. Mm-hmm. So what also I like about the film is we never see what is doing the killing. So the question is, is this really a werewolf story, or is this just some horrific murders that are made to look as if there's some kind of werewolf? So that, to me, is actually a mystery that's intriguing. Um, I think there might actually be a twist in this, and I'm here for it. Let's get twisty. So... Yeah, I definitely would check this out. Um, uh, you know, on TV. I'm not. Is this worth risking your life and safety for? No. No. (laughs) But you know, (laughs) but is it worth paying like six bucks to see with a with with your family and friends, uh, with some uh, with some popcorn and having some nachos and stuff? Hell's yeah! Sign me up, Kevin. Don't you think it was a missed opportunity not to have a 
Werewolf in London. As as the soundtrack for this, like I just oh, feel like no. it was perfect. No, no, oh, I gotta say one thing. I don't know the name of the song, but there's this one like Little Red Riding Hood. There's this woman singing this like Little Red Riding Hood. It was so moody and atmospheric, that mm-hmm. soundtrack. It's, basically, it sounded like um, Lana Del Rey singing about some uh, girl wandering through the woods about to get uh, uh, eaten or something. It That moodiness was, I love that spot on. And the cinematography, the look, the blue tinge to the night sky and the and the snow on it, and then the blue the bluish white tones, and then the red that sometimes is on that mm-hmm. on that snow, I thought was absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. So to me, the only question is, will they get the tone wrong? Uh, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as far as in mixing the humor and the horror elements in the film, because I thought in the trailer they did the right division. I don't like it when people try to have the 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 uh, something that's horrific and have us laughing as people are being you know brutally murdered i don't like that vibe but if you if you divide the the thing up because in real life we laugh about the horrificness of that like what's happening all around us like in the white house but it's really that's real horror we're laughing about like this is crazy but it's still super scary and so the movie to me the trailer anyway gets that right something can be super scary on one side of and then the other side just the humor and weirdness of life as we try to get through the day-to-day weirdness of whatever what's happening in our town you know that i i thought that, that it was an absolutely cool vibe and um like i said before i am here for it but before we take on our next victim tone how can people hear more episodes of last weekly and maybe even give us a shout out well, they can definitely go to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. They can listen and watch us on YouTube and listen to us live on WJMSRadio.com every Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern and 1.30 p.m. Pacific and every Friday now at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific. And to make things easy, Kevin, because that's what we do around here, just go to LastWeekly.com for all our links to where you can listen. Kevin. Oh, but don't forget to tell them that they can also leave us a review. Go to Apple Podcast or Stitcher and leave last weekly a review. So if you like what we're doing, let the world know. In fact, you know what? Tell your friends and enemies. <coughs> five stars, five stars, five stars. <laughs> five stars. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> All right, so Tone, what is our next victim? It's Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween is a 2020 American comedy film directed by Stephen Brill. It's written by Adam Sandler and Tim Harley. It stars Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Maya Rudolph, Julie Bowen, and Ray Liotta. And I'm talking about, it's like a whole town worth of actors in this. There's so many actors. We would go, the whole episode would be me just naming people. Um, it's available right now on Netflix. So you guys can go, wait a second, finish, finish listening to us, and then you can go watch it fresh <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> I almost sent them right away. Um, and this is, um, this is again, a comedy slash horror film so kevin can you please share what the synopsis is for hubby 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 halloween (laughs) (laughs) all right despite his devotion to his hometown of salem and its halloween celebration hubby is a figure of mockery for kids and adults alike but this year Something is going bump in the night, and it's up to Hubie to save Halloween. 
All right, Sherry, what did you think of Hubie Halloween or the trailer for Hubie Halloween? Well, in my honest opinion, there would be lots of silence right now and potentially a few cricket sounds. But since silence is not good for radio, I shall talk. Um, Tone, add, add the crickets in post. <laughs> please do. Um, ugh. I was honestly confused by this trailer. I, uh, I was confused by his, um, Hubie, his character. Um, I couldn't tell was he, oh God, how do I say this? I didn't know if he was having some sort of developmentally disabled. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. I didn't know if he had a disability or traumatic brain injury. Right. Exactly. Uh, a TBI or old school, stupid. Right, right. You are so helping me. <laughs> He's like all oh, the non PC words here. Thank you. Um, but as the trailer went on, I guess my takeaway is that he's just a loser. Um, um, I'm I've never really been a fan of Adam Sandler's movies, and this it fits that really well. Uh, <laughs> the trend continues. It does. I I'm really a fan of Adam Sandler himself. You know, like if in the future you want to put me in a movie, like I think you're a great guy. But <laughs> <laughs> wow. I just, I'm just, I don't think I'm his audience. I don't think I'm his crowd. And this trailer, this, I just, I didn't get it. The only time I felt anything was when I saw Keenan from Keenan and Kel. I was like, Keenan! You know, and I got excited. And it was fun seeing Shaq and, and whoever that woman was. This is some Dateline NBC. Whatever. Um, <laughs> it's a family podcast, Jerry. It's a family podcast. I always say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not his audience. I don't know what I was watching. I'm just going to let one of you guys talk about how good or bad this movie is because I'm not the person. This ain't me. No. Kevin. Take it, Tone. Oh, wait. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like, Kevin, can we explain it to the people? Okay. All right. You know what? I, I, uh, I too, am on Team Sherry with this one. I would love to be in the next Adam Sandler film. <laughs> I respect you as a person, as a human being. I hear you're a very good father, and I'm sure you're a very loving husband. As far as a filmmaker goes, I, I, uh, insert crickets now. Um, so um, I can deal with Adam Sandler when he's like playing basically himself, but when he starts doing voices like the Water Boy or like you know Little Nicky kind of voices, because in this film he sounds like he has a mouthful of candy corn during the entire film, and you can barely understand him. But due to the horrible, horrible script, that's probably a good thing that you don't know exactly what he's saying because it doesn't make a lot of sense. So to make this shorter and sweeter as po- as sweet as possible. If you are the kind of person that loves seeing people bare ass on toilets scream when somebody yells boo at them, this is your flick. (laughs) It's not my flick. It's not my girl Sherry's flick because it looks hella stupid. (laughs) So (laughs) um, let me see. I try to look on the bright side. I love Maya Rudolph. So seeing her 
for five seconds in this trailer was a breath of fresh air. Um, so <laughs> she was she looks she looked great. She was dressed as um, the Bride of Frankenstein. So way to way to do it, Maya. And if you need somebody to be in Bridesmaids too call me call you know give me a shout out i'll be there i'll i'll work for just craft services you don't have to pay me i'm like ooh, free donuts and bagels okay um so um uh, let's see what else i'm gonna say that's good about this film uh it was in color i thought that was a nice touch they used color and it seemed to have sound so um that was you know what it looked well lit Oh, they had good lights um on the set and um you know what there was one other good thing um i i don't know if it's available on amazon but apparently um uh adam sandler's character has a thermos that has like a uh, gapling hook on it a grappling hook so if that's available on amazon you know what <laughs> christmas is coming hook me up people all right tone so what did you think of this travesty i mean trailer for wow. <laughs> ub halloween i don't believe i'm gonna be the one who has to like stand up for this one so <laughs> wow. you two just dragged it look look <laughs> Uh, let, let me let me hit a couple. I complimented the lighting tone. Wow, you said it had sound, Kevin. Come on. <laughs> now it was also in color, so yeah. <laughs> so let me hit the positives for you guys. So um, Adam Sandler as has has a multi picture deal with Netflix. Uh, he did uh, was that Mystery Party or Mystery Island or something. He did another film recently with um, Jennifer Aniston, which did really well on Netflix. Um, he also is coming off the the the. Or finishing um, the hidden the gems or hidden something gems. gems. Yeah, hidden, yeah. not hidden gems. <laughs> I think you're thinking about um, hidden figures with Octavia uh, <laughs> okay. Spencer. Was it, it was called something gems and, and, and gems and um, something jewels. But but anyway, the point I'm trying to make is um, he, Kevin um, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, Adam Sandler he he did some real character work in. Um, in in that last film that he did, um, Gems, I'm not going to say, he did some real character work. And I really thought after watching him being so serious, some people were saying he was even, he was even going to get an Oscar. So the fact that, um, that, that he's back to doing his typical Adam Sandler stuff, it's a little bit sad, honestly. I know for a lot, a lot of people, this is, this is their thing. And Adam Sandler just playing like these really moronic characters. Like it's like Waterboy, but now he wants to be the town monitor. So for the people who haven't seen the trailer, basically Adam Sandler is like the equivalent of a citizen's patrol all by himself. He's, he's kind of, he's kind of like the, the town moron. And he thinks it's his own, his, is his duty to protect the town on Halloween. So something horrible and nefarious is happening and the sheriff and everybody else doesn't take him serious because he's a he, he looks like a moron he like kevin said he has a thermos with a grappling hook on it so it's part batman part camp camp counselor and he's running around town trying to um, stop these evil things from happening but since he's a moron nobody takes him serious the whole trailer is basically him doing moronic stuff i will admit there was a scene where he walks into the sheriff's office and he's in he's in three different types of costumes and finally the 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 guy um the guy from Santa Live is 
name escaping me right now. Um, Keenan. Keenan. He says, I didn't recognize him. <laughs> I, I kind of laughed a little bit. Come on. There was a little bit of a laugh there. Uh, this film is definitely not for anybody who takes themselves as a serious film, Gore. You can see that. You can, Looking at the trailer, you can see that. I'm, but I'm really hoping that, that that there's actually a really good movie in this. So I'm going to watch it. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to be okay, the wait, one. No, wait, wait. Wait a minute, Tone. I got to come at you. And Sherry, you need to back me up. <laughs> Your defense of the film was the trailer doesn't look good, but I'm hoping that even though I, what I saw was like barely a chuckle in one scene in the whole trailer, that it's going to be good. So you and Sherry drag the trailer, Kevin, but all I have to say is like there was one part of this whole trailer where I sort of chuckled. And so I'm hoping that it's good, even though what I saw doesn't look remotely good. Yeah. All right, Tom. Way to way to support. Way but, to way but, to be there. Let, let me add that Ray Liotta's in this. Rob Schneider's in this. Um, Keenan Thompson's in this. Shaquille O'Neal's in this. Steve Buscemi's in this. Like, th- <laughs> there's like thirty people in. Like Ben Stiller's in this. Like, there's so many people in this movie. It can't be that all these people signed on because they just like Adam Sandler. Like, there has to be. That's some- exactly why. That's exactly. Oh my god. First of all, I love that that you say this as if Shaquille O'Neal is done for doing such good work in film. <laughs> so if he signed on, he's not Meryl. Street tone. So the idea, like Shaquille O'Neal, Sir Shaquille O'Neal is in this film, Kevin. So he wouldn't. He doesn't just say yes to anything. So the best thing about this film is the other actors in it. Just so that we're clear, it's like uh, thank you, actors. I have Netflix. I'm gonna watch it. Okay. Well, anyway, and the film we were trying, we're searching for the title of is called Uncut Gems. Oh. And yeah, uh, and this film needs to be cut. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, not a stellar trailer. I got, I got, I can't defend it anymore. <laughs> okay, thank you. But the thermos, the thermos grappling hook was cool. Okay, cool. see, and it is in color. So if you like colors, then maybe. All right, <laughs> so Tom, what's our last victim? Wow, our last victim. Um, it's t- it's also a Netflix original. Um, it's 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 completely nothing like the one before. <laughs> I'm talking about the Haunting of Bly Manor. The Haunting of Bly Manor is available right now on Netflix. It's a supernatural horror drama web series created and directed by Mike Flanagan, who you probably know because he did the first one, which is the Haunting of of Hill House. The Haunting of Hill House and the Haunting of Bly Manor are both part of the Haunting Anthology series. Um, This particular one is not a direct sequel to the first one. So yes, in the trailer you see some of the actors from the first one, but it is not a direct sequel. It's the actors basically playing other roles. It stars Victoria Pedretti, Oliver Jackson Cohen, uh, Tania Miller, Amelia Eve, Raul Cauli, uh, Amelia B, Tanira Sharif, Benjamin Evan Ainsworth, and Henry Thomas. It's available, like I said, right now on Netflix. Kevin, what is the synopsis for The Haunting of Bly Manor? After an au pair's tragic death, a young governess is hired by a man to look after his niece and nephew at the family country house when they fall into his care. Arriving at Bly Estate, the new nanny begins to see apparitions that proceed to haunt the premises. All right, Sherry, what did you think of the trailer for The Haunting of Bly Manor? I've been waiting for this for so long. Okay, first of all, that was super creepy when you said it. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. <laughs> oh my God, Sherry, I'm so scared. <laughs> it's almost like you can feel my creep level. Um, <laughs> 
Well, that's how I feel. So I've been waiting for this for a long time. And I'm not into like scary stuff. I think we've talked about this over time, but it's like not my thing. But this is my thing. This is my only scary thing that I, I asked the universe for. And it took so long for this to come out. <laughs> Why? But okay. Um, I'm very excited, uh, to a creep level. Um, for starters, I saw black people. (laughs) (laughs) Dad, there was black people! Yes, Tania Miller, Tahira Sharif, and it was very multicultural with Raul Coley. Oh my god, look at season two. Look at season two. So, okay, a f- I mean, I'm sorry guys, but there was a dollhouse, okay? Dollhouse, okay, but if the dollhouse looks like the house that you're actually living in, that's a no. That's gotta be in some book somewhere as a solid no. And, and there was a scene where the doll was moving in the basement. No, 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 no old creepy dolls, particularly in the basement. I actually also, <laughs> di- <laughs> am I a little hype? I also did not read the synopsis for this. I just watched the trailer. So I wasn't sure what everyone's relationship was with to each other, but after hearing Kevin read it, got it. So, um, now I get it, but I don't get who, um, Raul is in this lineup. I don't know what his role is here. I think um, he's the uncle. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's just a guess. That's, to, that's just a guess. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. Um, and there was just like two scenes that seemed really creepy for me. The dollhouse thing almost makes it a no because you see the lights come on and like it kind of one of the doors swings open. That's oh, there's no, there's something walking around inside the dollhouse. You got to okay, mention well, that part. That was that freaked me yeah, out. Yeah, that almost makes it a no because you know this isn't my genre, but I'm still in. Um, there's a scene where the nanny is standing there next to someone overlooking the lake, and then her neck appears to snap. There's like no one that we can see that would make that happen. And then they did the classy, I'm sorry, classic creepy girl with brown or black hair slowly, um, you know, emerging from the water scene. I mean, it's not my jam, but this is my jam. So I'm excited. Can't wait. I don't know how much I should say because part of me thinks I have hunches on who some of the people are. And the trailer, okay, I will say, there's this, uh, there's ex- there's this exquisite black woman who has, like, a shaved head uh, in the trailer, and she is acting and emoting like crazy in this trailer, but I'm a, I am fear that she is the au pair that dies tragically that's mentioned in the first sentence of the synopsis. So I think that she is the first uh, uh, au pair because she says, she goes, she's she's slowly going insane and she's, you, I think she's in a, she's talking to somebody and I think it's a therapist and she goes, I know this is going to sound strange, but I think I'm having somebody else's dream. And she says it with such urgency and s- such uh you know just there's absolutely no sense of anything but this is absolutely happening that you believe her i absolutely believe her and she needs to get out of that house but i fear that she does not in time 
In fact, there's a voiceover that says people, you know, people uh, in this town, they're born here and they die here. I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound good. So you don't get to travel or anything. So anyway, um, so there was that. Sherry mentioned that dollhouse and we see the doll. Sherry, thank you for pointing that out. That is also a, if you ever get invited or a grandparent or some uncle you don't know about leaves you a beautiful estate. And you go there and there is a dollhouse that looks like the estate you're in. Immediately get a realtor and put it on the market. Mm -hmm. Get out, right? (laughs) Get out. Mm -hmm. Get out. Because at one point we see the dollhouse in the background of the kid's playroom. And there's like something walking around inside this dollhouse. And I don't think it's one of the mice from the witches. So this is actually, I think it's like a little person or something. Super creepy. So, okay. I don't know if you guys are familiar with what this is based on. This is clearly a reimagining of it, but this is a very famous, uh, uh, a very famous, uh, book and several film adaptations called A Turn of the Screw. And um, my favorite adaptation of it, if you're interested and you want to go old school scary, is uh, The Innocents. Um, look for that. That's my favorite version of this story, The Innocents from 1961. It is still spine tingling to this day. Check it out. And so this is a reimagining of that story of this governess and uh, these children. And what exactly is going on at Bly Manor? What is haunting? Is there something actually haunting anything? Or are these women that work there just kind of going crazy? So that's the question. That's the mystery of the book and uh, of the uh, films. And I'm assuming the mystery of this series. I absolutely loved The Haunting of Hill House. That is one of, to me, the a scary masterpiece. So there's honestly no way i wouldn't give this a try i love the the source material of this so much and um one thing i will say is if you see the innocence and you want to reach out to me on social media i've always suspected this um if you're a fan of uh of japanese horror the ring i believe the imagery for the ring that little girl with the wet hair that that whole archetype came from the movie the innocence that little girl would not exist if it weren't for the uh, the story of the innocence. And back me up. Let me know if you agree. If you don't agree, even let me know on social media. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, but I absolutely am excited about this. Like Sherry, this is my jam. So much so, I'm toasting bread as we speak. Wow. <laughs> to, to put jam on. Uh, so this looks incredible. The the there's at one point one of the the the, the new uh, uh doe eyed nanny is like washing dishes and we see this like giant black hand start slowly start to come around her and the look on her face is she's feeling whatever's happening to her uh below the belt region so I just uh, you know what I don't I don't know if uh the 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 netherworld responds to the Me Too movement but no means no <laughs> no means no. So, <laughs> so super spooky. So, Tom, what did you think? Um, I, I, I'm with you. This is definitely um, 
very well executed just from the trailer you can tell this is going to be very elegant horror um there's there's a lot of different um niches that horror falls into and i believe that uh what mike flanagan um accomplished with um the haunting of hill house like you can definitely see that he's definitely carrying that over here um i also love the haunting of hill house i thought it was one of the smartest horror i've seen in a long time and i feel like we're in a renaissance i've said this before of horror right now with, with so many high um sophisticated horror movies like the invisible man get out the haunting of hill house and i believe that watching this trailer i can definitely see that we're definitely gonna be um submerged into another environment which mike flanagan is very carefully orchestrated and the trailer um i the i definitely think this is definitely a period piece because it looks like very old timey and i don't know if because it's the house but the way that the characters are dressed you can tell that this is going to be very well executed there's 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 more going on than what's on the surface level is um are these characters haunted by what's happened to them in life or are they really or is the house really haunting them like i really couldn't tell from the trailer are these things really occurring in their minds are these things really happening and i agree with you both of you um if this was um an episode of um one of those like renting a house or like how, uh, what do you call it um traveling house hunters house hunters haunted house hunters <laughs> <laughs> the first thing you do is you look through if you find a little a miniature house you out of there like i would have been out of there like seriously um so the the music the the aesthetic uh how how clean it all looks the, the, this is very well orchestrated the trailer oh, okay tone i gotta interrupt mm-hmm. you just for a second you mentioned the music we i forgot to mention this mm-hmm. the okay as you're hearing this creepy music i kept thinking like why is it so familiar then it dawned on me that is a creepy version of guns and roses home sweet home oh my like, oh, that is so smart and so oh. spooky creepy it's home sweet home listen to it again i'm like oh it was driving me crazy I'm like, oh, that's home sweet home by guns and roses i didn't even know that that's which crazy. makes sense because axel rose was always so creepy so like kevin said even the music like everything is very there's a lot of thought into every single cut of this trailer and you can just tell that it's going to be incredibly well executed just watching this so i'm definitely full steam ahead on this i'm definitely going to watch this uh i did not um there was a movie recently uh, i didn't watch it it was called the turning i remember that they were saying that was also based on that novella that kevin talked about the turn of the screw uh, this is also based on that, so I'm, I'm uh, uh, that's something else that you can also check out uh, uh, along with the innocence that Kevin was saying, uh, the turning. I didn't watch that either, but this is definitely something I'm going to watch. And I, I'm really, I, I like Doctor Sleep. A lot of people didn't like that Mike Flanagan movie, Doctor Sleep, um, but I really enjoyed it also. So I know I'm, I'm definitely going to in for a treat for this one. So, um, but you know, I got, I do, I, I want to put out like a warning for if Mike Flanagan is married, has a wife, or if he has a girlfriend, I want to sh- uh, do a shout out to her. And- and her family to get her out of danger because he has a thing about women's necks being broken. Oh God. And so I'm concerned. I'm concerned about your safety. You might need to find a new boyfriend slash husband slash murderer. I mean, boyfriend or chiropractor. (laughs) (laughs) And tone, I actually have to thank you because you helped me to understand that I'm really fancy and maybe a little bougie because I don't watch regular horror. I watch elegant horror. (laughs) (laughs) You're a sophisticated woman with sophisticated spooky taste. Yeah. Oh, one other thing, Tom. You mentioned you mentioned the idea of, of submerging us into this world. There is one. Speaking about elegant shots, there's a shot where somebody is in their bedroom mm-hmm. asleep and they wake up 
completely underwater Mm -hmm. where the room is filled with water and it is the most gorgeous shot where that person is quickly going to drown and die but it's going to be an elegant death Ah, it'll be so beautiful do it for the gram I'm actually going to be wearing a monocle while I watch this. That's how elegant this and a top hat. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do the full I'm going to do the full uh, Monopoly guy. That's how elegant this is. Somebody get me a vest. Oh my goodness! All right, I can't believe we came to the end of our second Halloween spooktacular. Woohoo! <laughs> it's our second one. Wow. Anyway, you guys have been amazing. And as far as you listeners go, we can't review every spooky trailer, but we do want to talk about the trailers for movies and TV shows you want us to. So if you see a trailer you'd like us to review, let us know. You can send us a voice message uh, using the Anchor app, or you can let us know on Twitter or Instagram. We're at Last Weekly on both. Also, I want to thank Sherry for coming back, get, bringing the old school back to Last Weekly. We are so happy to have you. You are the absolute best. Let everybody know how they can reach you on social media to keep up with all the things that you're doing on Instagram and on YouTube. Sure. You can find me at Sheree Nova on um, Instagram and on YouTube. And um, you can find me on my website, sharissupernova.com. And yeah, it's always a pleasure and so fun to, to, to play with you guys. And it's extra fun to do spooky Halloween. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just, we just had a mic drop moment. Have I been calling you the wrong name all this time? I call you Sherry. Am I somebody calling you Sheree? Oh gosh. Oh Oh, gosh. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, Sheree Nova. Oh oh my God, Sherry. (laughs) I mean, Sheree, I'm so sorry. I have a confession. I have a confession. I have a confession. So I've been calling myself Sherry. I, or I've been, I've allowed myself to be called Sherry on the internet for about the last five, six years. And it's because people kept saying my name wrong and I was like, whatever. And then this one day, this woman's like, you have to stand up for your name and tell people how to correct your name. And from this point forward, you shall only pronounce your name correctly. And I was like, you're right. I've got so much apologizing and and weird conversations to have. The correct way to say my name is Sheree. And that is why I'm now saying my name the correct way instead of just going with however people have been saying it this entire time. So it is not you. It's me. But All right, you know what? A up. tone oh, in post. God. I need you to change the my introduction to Sheree Nova. Sheree Nova. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's not you. It's me, and we don't have to break up. We're still. Okay. <laughs> I am so sorry. It's, I am oh, so it's, sorry. It's me. <laughs> it's me. It's been years. I mean, I I know. <laughs> I know it's so oh weird. I, I have to make a YouTube video where I make this whole explanation as to allowing people to say my name incorrectly to the point in which I've been saying my name incorrectly. <sighs> All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening and supporting the show. Even when I'm calling my co-host by wrong names, <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> we really appreciate your support. <laughs> And don't forget to join us for the next episode of Loosed Weekly. No, wait. No, it's pronounced, I believe, Last Weekly. I've pronounced the name of the show wrong for years, too. Last Weekly, not Loosed Weekly. Anyway. You never forgive me for this, Kevin. All right. Join us for the next episode of Last Weekly. Weekly. 
because, say it with me, co-host, the week doesn't end, uh, say it with me, until we say so. Oh, God, this has been a dumpster fire. I mean, Shereen over. Shereen, it's Shereen. Nice to meet you. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Halloween.